Roxanne asks the question, what's the difference between a confe- uh, between confession and repenting? What is the difference between confession and repenting? That's a good question, Roxanne, and it points us to the topic of salvation, which I love to kind of engage with. Um, when you think of confession and when you think of repenting, um, what are the similarities and what are the differences in terms of the use of those words, Peter? So the word confession, the, the Greek word is actually, the Greek word literally translates to saying the same thing. Yes. Homo lego, the saying the same thing. So yes. confession is... And that's where we get the English word homogenous from. Yes, it's the correct. idea of being together in agreement, in alignment. Yes. So confession means basically agreeing with God. Yes. That's, that's at the fundamental level. But now we have to ask the question, agree about what? Yes. Well, a few things. Well, two primarily. We agree with God about what he says about us. And we agree with God about what he says about himself. What does God say about us? Well, that we are sinners, that we are separated from him, that in our natural state, according to Romans chapter 5, we are enemies of God. So confession is agreeing with God about all those truths that he says about us, that no one is good, that no one seeks for God, no one does what is righteous, Romans chapter 3. And then it's also agreeing with God about what he says about himself that he is the God who is holy, he's the God who is righteous, the God who can by no means let the guilty go unpunished, Exodus chapter 3, but also the God who is a saving God, the God who is a merciful God, the God who sent his son, Jesus Christ, to be born of a virgin, to live in our place, to die taking the punishment for our sins on himself, and the God who rose him from the dead, and Jesus ascending to heaven in that same God, we need to agree with him. We need to confess, be in agreement that whoever believes in the Lord Jesus Christ alone, whoever trusts in him can be saved. Mm. That's confession. It's yes. agreement. Okay. Uh, but there also is a sense that we confess our sins, right? I'm thinking of the passage in James, which encourages us to confess our sins to one another. Um, so the confession of sins would be when we have sinned, when we have fallen short of God's glory, we agree with God that yes. that is in actual fact what we have done. We we confess that we that we have sinned against Him in thought, in word, in deed, uh, and we make that plain. We, we we come clean, so to speak. Definitely, that's that's hundred percent on the mark, and uh, it's something simple, but it uh, simple, but it's something that a lot of people today struggle with, especially when I don't know if you've experienced experienced this when you go and evangelize. Many people. They struggle to accept what God says about them, that they are sinners, yes. that they fall short of God. They, they constantly want to try <clears throat> trying to reach God through their own goodness or good works. But mm. the, God says we, we can't. We, there's only one way, through Jesus Christ. Yes. So uh, I'm, I'm, thinking of, um, I'm thinking of this idea of confession um, biblically. We see examples of that of that positive affirmation confession of who God is we see examples of that in the life of Peter for instance so in the Gospels Peter confesses that Jesus is the Christ the son of the living God um, and on that great confession that great profession that great affirmation 
Jesus says upon this, I will build my church. So that would be that positive affirmation that you were talking about. The second example would be of confessing of sins. And we see examples of that. For instance, as people came to the Jordan River to be baptized by John the Baptist, they came confessing their sins. Um, and we see that as a, as a prelude and discussed even before um, Jesus himself is baptized and one of the reasons why John doesn't want to bap Jesus, baptize Jesus is like <laughs> what need well, you know, <laughs> what, what am I going to baptize you for these people are coming confessing their sins and coming as proselytes into, into faith um, but, but you are the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world what need would you have for this baptism and yet Jesus says uh, for all things to be accounted for righteousness' sake um, he will do this um, in close association with us uh, as humanity well that's that's confession agreeing with God in terms of the truth about us as believers and us as humans what then is repentance repentance I think easily summarized is a changing of direction and a changing of direction that starts with remorse okay meaning that <coughs> sorry <laughs> well uh, well, let me let me continue because I, I kind of know where you're going with this. When we think of repentance, um, we think of uh, turning, right? We we turn from our sins and we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Confession um, is affirming that which is true. Repentance is involved with this turning around. It's a it's it happens uh, mentally, but it always results in a change of behavior. It's a it's a change of what's going on in our in our minds, but it's a it's a change of mind that results in a change of behavior. Let me give you an example of repentance, um, an illustration. I was driving to Cape Town a couple of years ago. Um, we left at six o'clock. So, oh, I was driving to Port Elizabeth. Sorry, a couple of years ago, we left at six o'clock in the afternoon. It was uh, it was late. We planned on driving through the night. So, if you leave at six o'clock at night, you arrive sometime six o'clock in the morning. You avoid all the traffic, and you get to enjoy the lion's share of the next day together with the family so um, we left and around I'm guessing 10 o'clock we hit Bloemfontein but at Bloemfontein I was exhausted I was very very tired and so I said to my wife look I can't actually drive um, would you take over the driver's seat um, for me would you drive us and uh, and uh, and get us to PE but I said it's really important we you need to take the off-ramp the Craddock off-ramp or alternatively I'm guessing the I don't know what what's after Craddock the Middleburg um, off-ramp I'm not giving out geographic instructions don't follow me if you're trying to get to Port Elizabeth and um, but I do know that the Craddock one was the first one um, and uh, you, you need to take that, that off-ramp, get off the N1, and then take whatever national road it is to get to PE through Craddock and then on to Cookhouse and, and those areas. Well, I got into the, the passenger seat, and Liesl was in the driver's seat, and I promptly fell asleep. I woke up around 2 o'clock in the morning, and I looked around. Um, uh, it was a full moon because it was very, very light. And uh, as we were driving, I realized I had no clue where we were. I'd driven that Port Elizabeth route so many times. I really knew how to get to PE, but I had no idea of the surroundings that I found myself in. And so I said to Liesl, um, honey, did you take the Craddock turnoff? And her answer 
was no i haven't seen it yet and uh did a quick calculation in my head that means we'd been driving for eight hours on the n1 we were pretty much maybe <laughs> two-thirds of the way to cape town um kind of like next stop uh, a cape town holiday rather than a pe holiday and so what we needed to do was we needed to turn off the road um we swapped seats i i drove <laughs> the rest of the way um and we needed to turn 180 degrees and head in the opposite direction in order to get to pe because we were going in the wrong direction well that's what repentance is repentance is realizing that you're wrong and then turning 180 degrees toward the direction which is right um the the action of repentance or the act of repentance is the act of turning but it always results in an action that is consistent with what a person has professed true repentance because there's two types of repentance of course there's the person who's two-thirds of the way to Cape Town who says oh I'm on the wrong route I need to turn around but then doesn't turn and continues towards Cape Town that would be kind of what the Bible talks about in the book of Corinthians I think Paul uh, talks about in terms of a repentance a worldly repentance which doesn't lead to eternal life Um, but there's another type of repentance the type of deep remorse uh, a type of 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 heart cutting which not only results in a person making the mental change but also results in a person driving in the opposite direction casting themselves upon the cross putting their faith and trust in jesus christ as their lord and their savior that was a very long illustration peter to give you time to go and get (laughs) a halls (laughs) anything that you want to add regarding repentance brother when it comes to repentance and in association with confession i think by now everyone has noticed that there's a close association there's a closeness it's two sides of the same coin you can't often separate them because one necessitates the other in a sense yes and just on that i i just quickly want to share with you one of my favorite verses regarding confession yes it's from 1 john 1 john 1 verse 9 a very well-known verse in the ESV it says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yes. And it's such a it's it's a statement. John is making a statement based on a condition. If you do this, this is what will happen. And what I what I love about this verse is it's kind of shocking if you take it to the logical opposite. If we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. So the the opposite is that if we confess our sins and God does not forgive us, He is not faithful and just. Yes. Why? Well, because of Jesus. Because of what Jesus did. He already died for sins. The wrath of God has already been satisfied for all those who will inherit eternal life. And so if we confess our sins, God proves His faithfulness and His justice, that He is just, that He is righteous by forgiving our sins. And that for me is just such a a beautiful verse that just hammers on assurance. Uh, yeah, thanks for, thanks for that, Peter. And uh, sorry, I made the same mistake twice in a row. One would have thought I would have learned already. Um, so... So Peter, as we kind of to to summarize this, let's then bring the gospel in and be explicit. Friend, if you're listening in today 
and uh, you realize that you have not confessed your sins to Almighty God, that you have not repented, um, that you have not placed your faith and your trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, then, then you need to hear this morning that you are commanded to do so. That God who created this world in untested perfection, everything good, in fact very good, um, that this God has been rebelled against, he has been sinned against, first by our forebearers, Adam and Eve, but even down to ourselves. We have sinned against God in thought, word and deed, and so we have separated ourselves relationally from a God who is holy and separated from both sin and from sinners. The bad news is that all of us are in the same place all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and the wages of our sin is death the good news though is this Jesus Christ came into this world and lived the perfect life that you and I could never live died a death as a substitute for us so that he truly is the lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world and now the call uh, and rose from the grave <laughs> in victory over death um, so that we can know that not only has the price been paid but the price has been accepted by almighty God sins have been paid for friend the call on our life even this very moment is to repent of our sins to turn away from them and to cast ourselves upon Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior we're to call upon him and those who call upon him call upon his name they will be saved that's the good news is that restoration of relationship with God is made available to man through the person of Jesus Christ our victor the darling of heaven has made it possible and so the call on you even now is to confess your sins to repent from your love for this world, from your love for the things of this world, and to cast yourself upon the person of Jesus Christ. That was a great question, Roxanne. We truly do appreciate it.